0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor
1: Tom Doherty.
0: Hi, folks. Thank you for joining me again today. And again, I have in the studio with me Pastor Don Bertelson. He is our seniors pastor at uh, the Cloverdale Church of God, former pastor of Oregon Trail Church of God for 20 years. And he is a. Uh, man of the Bible, and he teaches a lot of our classes at the church, and especially our seniors group. And uh, Don, it's again, it's good to have you back with us. It's
1: always good to be able to be here together and uh Share God's Word together with yeah. you. Yeah, so.
0: and Don has agreed to be with me on most days when we go through the Book of Romans. So hopefully he'll be with me through this series, and it might take a little while. So I'm, I'm rounding him up to come over and uh, do some shows with me, and so I have so appreciate it. Lord, thanks for the day. Thanks for all who listen. Bless our lives. Open our hearts. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we're at verse 21, Don. Uh, we did finish with verse 20. Yes, we didn't talk about it a lot. It said, therefore, no one will be declared righteous in his sight by observing the law. Rather,
1: through the law, we become conscious of sin. Yeah, that really sums up Paul's argument. Now, I, a, lot, a lot of say, in, in the latter part, the last chapter of Romans, Paul thanks the person who's kind of writing this for him. But Paul's just kind of speaking, and he's talking, and the guy's trying to catch everything. And, yeah. and as he's reeling things out. And so we spend a lot of time, but what he's really saying to both the Jews and the Gentiles is that there is nothing outside of God that makes you righteous. And the law, what it does is it doesn't make you righteous. It makes you conscious of sin, right. that no way you're wrong. And then you turn to God. And that that's that's an important part, <clears throat> part of Paul's argument. Do you think a lot of people,
0: uh, I was trying to think of the word, confuse the gospel sometimes with with um, Acts of righteousness versus being righteous. righteous. yeah. You know, that we, we we do all these good things. Hey, we help the old lady across the street. It's easy for me to say old lady because I'm an old man. Yeah, uh, that's
1: right. Yeah, and
0: I'm, I certainly need help from that time. But, yeah. uh, but are we we do some things. That, well, I've had people say, well, I know they can't be, uh, they have to go to heaven because they're the nicest person mm-hmm. in the world. They bring us food. They take care of our lawns. They do yeah. all these things. But, it,
1: you know, it's not the good deeds. That, no, it's not the works. And that's what the law was about was works. Yeah. You know, the more you did, the better you were. And, of course, then you had the Pharisees and Sadducees as your your policemen, basically, making sure you were following the law. And that's why they were so excited and grew so quickly when, when they said, uh, you're free. And that was the freedom away from all the rules, rituals, and regulations of the law.
0: And, you know, and sometimes churches get into Making law, yes, and and you know, saying, "Well, to be a part of this church, you can't do this, you can't do that." You, you know, and they leave, and a lot of it, they don't take from the Word of God. They make up doctrines yep. from somewhere in their their church's history, or, history or something, or whatever, and they yep. come up with things that are like, "Are you kidding me?" And it's like he always talked, remember about, uh, you know, things you eat and things you mm-hmm. know, it's and. And how people have put regulations on that where God says, hey, you know, if it's to the glory of God, you know. Now, he doesn't say sin to the glory of God. No. But he doesn't put on. He really speaks of, in Romans and especially in in, in his other books, speaks of grace a lot. Yes. You yes. know, you're saved by grace, by God's uh, uh, unmerited favor. Yeah. Uh, because you believe in him, you trust in him. You know, uh, and he wants us to be as righteous as we can, as we find in 1 John. You know, he says, He who practices righteousness is righteous. He who practices sin is not of God. And I think that word practice is uh, it's pretty person. big. Yeah, that's an you important know. one. And what are you, are you, pra- is your life all about
1: sin? Yeah. And, but yet you claim Jesus? Hold on, yeah. you'll be known by your fruits, the Bible says. Yeah, and that, that, it, that doesn't happen overnight. You have to keep working through that. And, yeah, it's a and constant so battle. It, it becomes that spirit. You know, James says, You know, faith without works. Is dead, right? But the fact is that he's he's he's. You know, the argument that Paul has is not the lo- following the law that saves you. But James was talking, but looked at a bunch of people that says, "Hey, I don't have to do anything. Grace covers me." And he says, "No, your life needs to be showing something." And and you would hope that if you hadn't seen somebody in twenty years. And you'd been a Christian all that time. They'd go, man, Tom, there's something different about you. right? But if they're saying, they go, same thing that you always did 20 years ago. Something's wrong with our life.
0: Yeah, and we are a living example. Verse 21 says, but now a righteousness from God apart from law has been made known to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference.
1: So here's, here's again, the big one, the verse twenty
0: three. Yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, I'll go on and say for all yep. have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We yep. use that in the Roman road, road and, Roman road, and yeah. leading people to Christ. But he says this righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ. Yeah. For all who believe. So the essential part
1: is believing. Yep. And that faith and belief. We use belief as such an easy word here. You know, I believe in this. I believe in that. It's a stronger word in the Greek. I mean, it's a commitment, a, a devotion, something that I invest my life in. And and that's what he's saying. That faith in Jesus, like he said, he said Paul is all in. Yeah, and Paul's that way. He said, if you're not all in like me, basically,
0: I invest my life I like that. I invest my life, life in Jesus Christ. Christ. And many of you are doing that, folks out there. I wanna, I wanna say thank you, thank you for investing your life in Christ. Thank you for walking with Him. Thank you for making Him the Lord of your life. That is uh, so vital. But as Don says, it's important verse for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We say that because we want people to know that when we're sharing them with them, that hey, we weren't righteous. We, yeah. we had to come to God because we had sinned too. Everyone had sinned. The Apostle Paul, Peter. You know, uh, Billy Graham, yeah. the greatest Christians of all time, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, yeah. all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We all need God's grace and forgiveness.
1: And the power that those men had as preachers and ones with testimony was how they talked about their failures and how God used those failures to increase their faith and to build them into who they were. And But you you get them here when when as long as you are keeping the law, you are right with God. And Paul says, no, nah, no. Uh-uh. Righteousness from God apart from the law. We, we we see that now, and the righteousness doesn't come from following the law, it comes from God and through yep. the faith of Jesus Christ. That's
0: right. He says for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely really? by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. And we know what the redemption was. Yeah. You know, Jesus of course died on a cruel cross, which yeah. in the next couple months will be uh Actually, the last of uh, March this year. Yeah,
1: but be, Easter comes early this year.
0: Yeah, we'll be remembering. In fact, but, I, I told Don, I I get to do the Good Friday yeah, sh- uh, awesome. service at our church. That'd yeah, be that, my first sermon in a long, yeah. long time. So if you don't have anywhere to go on Good Friday, yeah, hey. Come on
1: out, because we had a great service. There. We do. It's in a great fact, service. I, I, did good, good did. I did Good Friday you last did. year. did? I did Good Friday last year. I did.
0: So, so uh, yeah. Pastor Allen has us do those yeah. things. I'm excited about that. Uh, God presented him as a sacrifice, and they're telling what, what he did what with the Jesus. What the redemption was, yeah. sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood, faith in his blood that he spilled for us. He said he did this to demonstrate his justice because in his forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his justice at the present time so as to be just and the
1: one who justified those who have faith in Jesus <laughs> that's Paul a lot of you listeners heads are probably spinning going what in the world is he saying yeah but simply he's talking about you know, <clears throat> the, the time here they were still sacrificing <clears throat> animals and that was a sacrificial system right and and so what are you saying is Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice his blood which which was when it was shed for the animal, was brought to, uh, brought you back to God. Now, this blood that Jesus did through his faith is demonstrating all these things. And and so it's pretty powerful, but. <laughs> I know people say, well, wasn't there any other way that you'd have to say? I that? asked that as I early, early on, Christian why do? why do you have to do that? But understand, again, we're talking about Jewish custom and law at that time and their ways. It was a sacrifice, you know, when early on and when, uh, Adam and Eve sinned for the first time. They tried to cover themselves with fig leaves. God said, no, no, uh, sin means death, so something has to die to cover that. So they killed an animal to do that, and that that started the sacrificial system. And Jesus now dies for us, so we don't have to do that.
0: Well, Don, you understand this in, in a great way. And and what's interesting about you, Don, is that you came to Jesus later later in life, right? Yep. Almost 30 years old.
1: Almost 30 years old. So what what was it that— triggered your salvation experience i had been in the music world and that was my life i wanted to do that but it changed the industry changed things and it was going a different direction and i, I quit to look for something else and the only place i got so far down the only place i could look was up and i started trying to find jesus and it took me it took me a while to to do it but um he changed my life, and and I'm thankful for that. So, what I have today is all about Jesus. He oh.
0: really changed your life because not only did you become a Christian, feel a call in the ministry, you went to a
1: Bible college. Yeah, and I wasn't a student at all. I'm dyslexic, and so I barely squeezed through college, uh, high school, but I I got it through through good friends and and whatever, and and learned the Bible.
0: And you I, wouldn't know it if you listen to Pastor Don teach. Uh, my wife uh, thinks Don walks on water. She teaches. She goes to the Joy Group class every Tuesday at ten for seniors, and she also goes to a Sunday school class every Sunday at eleven. And she just she raves to me all the time about Pastor Don teaching. I'm glad she does because Don and I are really best friends, and and so it's nice to have a my wife. When, when our teeth. wife
1: likes each other, our yes. friends, that helps us. To <laughs> In fact, our
0: wives were talking this week. Don and I were just talking. They're talking about doing a trip for the four of us together yep. somewhere. So we're looking forward to that. Yep. Well, let's finish these last few verses out. Sure. We got one more minute. Where then is boasting, if it is excluded, on what principle? On that of observing the law? No but on that in faith, which we've been talking about the whole time. For we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from observing the law. Is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too. Since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through the same faith, did we then nullify the law of faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's Paul. He's he, remember he was a Pharisee. He was one of he was the biggest supporter of the law and all the restrictions and regulations and and now here he is really defining it, which you could take two ways: believe him or really understand that. Here's a man that knows. And
0: that's it. Well, Don, thanks again for joining me today, sure. and we'll be back tomorrow with Chapter four. 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 Lord bless Hi. you, folks. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God.